one. Hey, welcome back to the Coffee with Craft podcast. I'm your host, Craft, and each time I say it, it doesn't get better. Like I'm not like not was, that it's bad to say Coffee with Craft. But I was like, expecting it to just be so much cooler, cooler, guess, and it's not that cool. I don't know. That's I, all right. Uh, the other week, my uh, was at home DJ. Okay. I, I'm joined this week by my good friend DJ. Hey guys, uh, my name is DJ. I'm a sophomore at CCU. Oh, wait, this isn't a small group. We're not like saying our major or anything. No, it's not a small group at all. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want to, you can say just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name's DJ. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Do it. Uh, What's your Instagram handle? Oh, yeah. DJ PRIT11. DJ PRIT11. Love it. Uh, I'm a sophomore at CCU. Uh, I've known Eric for a couple years now uh, since I've started looking at CCU. Uh, super glad. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited you're here. Like, so with the opening of like the show, every time I do it, like it feels, it feels so awkward. And I was at home the other week, you know, how you go home to see your family and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Occasionally. Because you're from Dayton. I'm from Dayton. Or really it's Piqua is where my family lives, which is like 45 minutes north of Dayton. So Dayton, Ohio. So I went to Piqua and I hung out with my family and my grandparents walk in the door and my grandpa looks at me and the first thing he says, they're very stoic, like, like my grandfather what's this coffee with craft thing you're doing? <laughs> and I go, wait, so he knows how to use the computer. He does. Okay. <laughs> my, gra- my grandpa has an iPhone. Like, okay, cool. Like he's, he's pretty tech smart. I think, um, at least better than some 70 year old men I know. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's alienating entire population oh, yeah. for the podcast yeah. that I don't think listens to it. Um, <laughs> Hey, grandpa craft. Love you. No, no, it's little, but oh, okay. Grandpa Little, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Grandpa Little, come uh, on, come on, sometime. But the funny thing is, um, he looks at me, he asks that question, he's like, "What's this coffee with craft thing you're doing?" And I explain to him, like, "Oh, it's it's a it's a podcast." And my grandma, with all seriousness, goes, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> and I go, "Well, Grandma, it's like a talk show, but on the internet." And then she goes, "Oh." Who would give you a talk show? <laughs> it's like, thanks, Grandma. Um, which she, has is, no, she has no, like, she doesn't think you could do it. No. She has <laughs> no, no hope. She has no hope. <laughs> like, at this point, she's like, you're 23. What are you doing? But here we are at episode five of Coffee with Craft. Yeah, you made like, it, dude. I'm more than a month in right now. Like, gosh, this feels good, you know? Yeah, man. It still feels awkward saying, welcome to the show, but... Yeah, it's been it's been awesome getting to hear the stuff you guys have done. It's great. Or uh, the conversations you've had are just awesome. I appreciate that. I'm very I'm very grateful to be able to be here. Yeah, yeah, I get to talk to you about some stuff today. So actually, DJ, uh, instead of just talking about like an introspective of coffee with craft, actually, uh, you worked for me this summer for a week. <sighs> I did. I did. I yeah, was in that, charge um, of you. That happened for an entire week. Yeah, it was okay. I, uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Chris Cox, if you're listening, great week. He did great. I promise I'm not lying at all. No kids were harmed. Well, there was that incident, but we don't talk about it's it. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Megan's fine. Uh, anyways. <laughs> if she yeah. listen to this podcast, be like, what? If she's listening. She's, we'll, we'll find out. Right. Anyways. So, yeah, so I worked for you. Yeah, you did. And uh, you did. So tell tell my friends here at the table with us, like, what you did this summer. Like, yeah, so uh, I had an opportunity uh, at CCU Cincinnati Christian. So uh, we revived this program called Outreach or Camp Teams, as most people um, would know it as. And so my job for the summer was me, uh, one of my really good buddies, his name is Jathan, and then these two girls, Izzy and Megan. The four of us got into a big E350 van nice. and drove it uh, and went to eight weeks of camps. 
So we went to Butler Springs for our third week and Eric was the dean there. Um, and it was super awesome just getting to meet all these different, uh, I met a bunch of alumni from CCU that were deans. Um, I got to travel most of Indiana, so much corn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the corn was unreal. It was like, I've made jokes that Indiana is a, has a lot of corn. And then I drove all of Indiana and all I saw was corn. And then for a little bit, there was Indianapolis and that was kind of cool. But then, but then, then more it was corn. corn and there was more corn. But yeah. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. So that had to be exhausting. Oh, it was tiring. Like, like you, like when you go on retreats, it's like mm -hmm. a weekend retreat, right? As a leader, you're spending three days out of your, out of like your year and you're with, like normally it's like students. So like you're with students and you're normally at like a camp or somewhere and you're spending those three days just pouring out into students. And then, um, and then like, it can be exhausting because that's like three days. And then like you extend that to like a week of camp. Right. And week long camps, as you know, are killer. They drain you. It is five days. It's so much fun. Like I would never change the fact no. that I love doing camp ministry. It's amazing. But by the end of camp ministry on Friday, I'm just want to, or Saturday, like I want to hit my head against the wall. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Most camps we went to were, we got there Sunday, we got done Friday and left Friday. But actually um, Butler Springs, their program, the week that we went to with Eric, uh, we got there Sunday and then they weren't supposed to be done until Saturday. <laughs> and so we had a turnaround. That was just... Ugh. Well, and so I was told about the turnaround. And midway through the week, like, you guys had done... Like, you guys did a really good job during the Thank week. You. I appreciate that. Um, and I was like, you know, all we do on Saturday is some baptisms. Not that that's not important. You know, not that following Jesus isn't a big deal. But there's no main session. There's it is. no. If you get baptized, come talk to us. <laughs> Anyways, this isn't the pastor podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But That's, uh, Sundays at nine. We segregate our faith and our work. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, sarcasm. I hope you can read oh, that gosh. through this. That's really sarcastic. You can't see our faces right now. Oh. <laughs> like we're in. I'm insane that I even said that <laughs> a little bit uh, and joke that way. But um, fact of the matter is, uh, like. On Saturday, like, you didn't have any real responsibilities. Yeah. So the biggest thing is, like, we had to clean up the camp. And my goal was to get out of that camp by noon on that mm -hmm. Saturday. And I was like, you know what? If DJ's camp team can do a couple of things on Friday night, once we're done with everything, then you'd be able to go. You yeah. know? Like, then you'd be able to, like, leave on Friday night. And so it worked out. That you guys were able to leave Friday night, but you ended yeah. up not leaving until like one thirty. Yeah, uh, we spent. I think it was like closer to like eleven that we started packing stuff up. Right, and we got everything put away. Which, by the way, uh, while we were packing up, uh, I was standing in one of the closets, and like above the closet, there's like an attic area. Jathan was standing with one leg on a ladder, one leg on a stack of chairs, and I was handing him stuff up, and he was like putting it in the attic space. And I went to hand him the next thing, and he goes, "Oh, here." And all of a sudden, he goes, hey, look at me for a second. And I look up, and his butt is right in my face. <laughs> and he just rips one oh, right in my face. And I was just laughing. That's funny. So hard. I was like, Jason, you're the worst. But you guys started, like, helping me put stuff up, like, right around 11 o'clock. But it was, like, a good yeah, hour we, we or two. Didn't get, we didn't get to leave until, like, just one actual of us trying to get stuff done. And then yeah. everyone wanted your guys' pictures. Yeah. It's, it's I was like, like a celebrity when you travel to different camps. It's funny. Like, it's not that it hurts my feelings. But it seems like kids don't care. 
all week and then Friday or Saturday rolls around and you're like, yeah, we're leaving. And then everyone's in tears and they're like, we're going to miss you. And it's like, you told me you hated me Monday. I don't know what your problem you is. You called me the D word. You multiple <laughs> times. Oh my gosh. I heard it. You thought you were just talking to your friends, but I walked by. Yeah. And now you're crying because I'm leaving? Gosh. Yeah, but everyone wanted pictures and we were like, all right, fine, whatever, cool. And it was good. It was good. It was good saying goodbye. Um, but yeah, we ended up leaving 130, I think. Yeah. So yeah. And then you went straight back to CC, right? Like you went straight back to your guys' house yeah, on campus. So CCU, or your houses, because boys and girls don't live together in CC. Yeah, because you can't make purple right. on CC. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but we're CCU gave us summer housing, so we're like heading back to our houses. Uh, what's the highway on the way out there? Fifty-two. Uh, I don't know. It's like State know. Route Forty or something or, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Seven Forty-two. There's a couple of different ones. Yeah, but we're on the state route from Hillsboro, where Butler Springs is, Hillsboro, Ohio, um, to Cincy, and it's about an hour and a half drive. But uh, so we're heading back towards Cincy, and our van at two thirty in the morning ish, two in the morning, two thirty. Uh, we were running. I was driving. Jathan's in the seat next to me. Uh, Isabel's in, it's a 12 passenger van. So right. it's got like benches. So Isabel's in the first bench and Megan is like laying on the seat in the second bench. And Megan's out. Isabel's like half asleep. Jathan's kind of out, but like he and I are kind of talking and I'm awake. I'm fine. Um, I'm a, I'm pretty much like a morning and night person. Right. Like Isabel, even at one point said she hated me for it. <laughs> she was like, how are you a morning person? And a night person. person. It makes no sense. I was like, I'm just a person. I don't know. You're DJ, man. Yeah. Let her put you in a box. Yeah, I'm not in that box. Come on, Isabel. If you're listening to this, I'm disappointed. She won't listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) She She won't listen to it. She won't listen to it. But anyways, so we're driving, and uh, it's 2 in the morning, and we have to stop for gas. And our gas cards only work at BP or Speedway. Mm. And so my maps found the closest was a BP, but it was off this, like, farm road. So I had to, like, make a left and cross uh, the other... You know there's a speedway in Hillsborough, right? We were already up gone. We were like, we, <laughs> we were like, we're tired, like, we're going home. You didn't stop at the speedway in Hillsborough. Oh, we didn't need gas till we were gone. So I was like, I don't care. So, <laughs> but we went to the VP. and you uh, plan ahead sometimes, buddy. Yeah, we didn't... Yeah, it was a long night. It was a long night. So it gets worse. Uh, I think worse is the best word to use there. Okay. So I turned left onto this farm road, and as soon as I turned onto this road... Uh, it's one of those, I say farm road because what it, what it is, is it's like one lane and there's no like dividing paint. Right. And so this big truck is taking up both lanes and I have to like swerve to get around him and my right two tires fall off the road and my van starts to spin. Mud goes flying all on the side of the van. And, uh, my dad, when he taught me how to drive, uh, we would go to this like giant parking lot yeah. when it was snowing and I would do donuts. So I learned how to control a car. I was like, this is fine. I, I learned how to drive in the GMC Sierra. So that, oh, yeah. that E350 is nothing. Right. But I swear, I save it and I turn in, I turn into the swerve and I pull back onto the road. But when this is happening, Megan all of a sudden slams out of the like back bench and hits her body against the bench in front of her. This Isabel is why line. you wear a seatbelt. Yes. This is why you don't lay down in a car and you wear a seatbelt. And Megan falls and Isabel falls and Jathan's holding on to like, uh, <laughs> What is it? The handle, like yeah. above the seat, and he's like got one hand on the dashboard, and he's like, "Save us! Pull us out of this, please!" And I gave get us up, and I and I I throw the van in park, and I throw on the um, uh, the hazards, yeah. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like laughing, like, uh, like, like you remember the Incredibles when yeah. like they're in the water, and Dash is like, "We're not dead, we're alive." <laughs> 
It's one of those because yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're alive. Um, Megan wasn't happy about it. She didn't want me to drive first of the night, but I did. It was fine. Well, um, it wasn't your fault. It's not for me and Dub. And I heard this story from Isabel. Yeah. Like a week later. Yeah. And I remember I walked, like, I felt so bad. Like, because I'm like, I let them leave at two o'clock or one o'clock at night. Like, part of me as a leader was like, maybe I shouldn't have let them do that. Yeah. We but then fine. also, I gave you guys two options. I said, you can leave now or you can sleep through the night. Leave first thing, first thing in the morning. And leave first thing in the morning. Like, get up at six yeah. and leave. No. You know, get a couple hours, get a little bit of rest, and then get up and leave. But you guys were like, no, 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 we got it, man. We're adults. Yeah, we're fine. And I'm I was adult. like, I pay for bills. I was like, if you're going to say you're an adult and make an adult decision, go do it, man. If you die, you die. And I even said, I was like, text me when you get back to campus so I yeah, know you're safe. That, uh, that and then happened. I got that text at like 3.30 in the morning. I was like, that took them way too long. Of almost <laughs> this is, dying in a this car. Is why, this is why we had to stop a few times. We ended up, uh, the BP we ended up stopping at was closed. Like Maps said it was open 24-7, but it was closed. Um, so we ended up stopping at like a speedway a couple miles down the road. Uh, got gas, got some Krispy Kreme, because who doesn't love Krispy Kreme? Gotta get that donut. Yeah, man. Donuts make me go nuts. But yeah, uh, it was a, it was a, that was, that was probably the scariest part of the summer, but in all honesty, it was a great summer. Right. Um, it was super exhausting. Scariest part of the summer happened during my weekend camp. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> I, I can't say I blame you. I give you fault. strategic leadership training. That's what I do. Yeah. That's, that's my goal. Use the surge <laughs> of fear and adrenaline to sharpen your decision making skills. Right. Dwight Schrute. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bad <laughs> fire <laughs> test. Yeah. That's not actually yeah, that's, that's what that was. Oh, my word. That's funny. Um, but we're alive. It's okay. That's, I'm glad you're alive. But, like, you guys needed to get back because you needed rest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's something I've kind of struggled with, honestly. Really? Yeah. Like, what have you, like, when it comes to rest, like, what do you struggle with the most? I think a lot of the time I feel like I have to be doing something or else yeah. I'm not being productive. And so, mm-hmm. like, last year, uh, my freshman year at CCU, I commuted. So I drove 35, 45 minutes every morning to get to class. And then I was doing my homework at school, and then I would go to work. Uh, I was working at a I was working at a chain cafe store uh, that was really high-paced and really busy all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would work there until, like, 11 at night. And then I was working tech at CCU, so then I would get back up the next morning. And it was just this, like, vicious cycle of constantly working right. and doing something. Um, and so like for me, like rest just wasn't, it didn't feel like an option. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I think we as humans, especially in Western society are trained to move at a pace that's super fast. Oh yeah. You know, like we just are. Um, and I think it's like American culture to a T is like, go, 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 go. That we forget that rest is actually a good thing that can propel us forward to do even better work. Oh yeah. But only when rest is done intentionally, you know? Um, I think a lot of times, like the people, when we get to the weekend, people are like, oh, I get to get away from my job. And I think that's a bad mentality to have, in yeah. all honesty. Like, whether you're a Christian or not, I think our jobs are important. I think we as human beings were created to do work and created yeah. to produce. Like, it's it's who we are back to the very beginning of time. That yeah, was God around. created, he said, he said, be fruitful and, and, and work. And, and multiply yeah. and all that fun stuff. Or, like, even if we go from, like, a non-Christian perspective for those listeners, like, you know, like... Human beings have always forged and gathered and built and learned and yeah. been productive. Like so, I think like there's this there's this innate quality in us as human beings mm-hmm. to want to create. 
and want to build and want to work hard. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like I think there's something to having a day off that we forget. And it's, and it's not to escape from creating. It's so that we can create even better, you know? Well, I think another uh, issue um, that you'll even notice that people have is they'll set apart a day where they don't have to work, but then that day is used, or they'll set apart a weekend where they don't have work, right? but then those days are used doing errands and running or uh, running errands and doing chores and doing all these other things that I didn't do throughout the week because I was working. And then that is just a cycle of work, go home, sleep, but then go back to work. Right. And then the next day it's like, oh, well, I have to go run here and go there and do this. Yeah. And then it's not resting. It's just a different work. Well, I think a lot of it boils down to being intentional with the time you have. Yeah. You know, like, so there's 24 hours in a day, you know? Definitely. Uh, let's say you work nine to five. Okay, so there's eight hours gone. It's eight 24 hours. minus eight. Let's say you have a solid 30-minute commute to work okay. like you had for school. You know? an hour. So, it's an, so there's an hour. That's 15 hours gone. Say you need time for friends, family, community, and stuff like that. You know, uh, Honestly, like let's say there's two hours a day for that. Okay. Okay? Then you need uh, at least most people need six hours of sleep. There's seven hours left in your day. What are you doing with that? Right. So, like, seven hours left in our day outside of that, like, um, I think oftentimes the reason on our off days we get so bogged down with errands is because we forget there's seven hours for me to be doing stuff. And we feel like we just don't have that. Right. But in actuality, what we're doing is we're playing Xbox, watching Netflix, Hulu, you know, like, uh, I know where those seven hours in my day have been here recently. They've been on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> like, I love that show. Andy Samberg's a comical genius, oh despite gosh. what my friend Travis would say. Um, Andy Samberg's great. Sorry, I, lo- I love Andy Samberg. But the point is, like, we have seven hours. We have those extra seven hours, right? Yeah. And, like, I'm taking time to intentionally pour into my friends, too, you know? Like, I'm saying I'm going to take two hours a day to have family time or have friend time, but I also need to work, you know? Um, and so for me personally, like with like working on my blog stuff, my writing, and then this podcast as well, which are all outside my nine to five job, that's what I've been trying to use a lot of that seven hours for is saying like, I'm going to take time to do these things that I'm passionate about and also accomplish errands. Cause I have errands in run like the grocery yeah. store or and I get that. pay bills and stuff like that. You know, um, there's just, there's no balance in people's lives, man. And I think, um, honestly, that's one importance that. Uh, kind of how we started this off was, or how we started this talk off today is uh, the idea of retreat. Right. So like the importance of retreats is to break that normal. Yeah. And be reminded like, hey, like a break is good. A break is super good. Like, so this weekend, man, I was exhausted. Yeah. You know, like I was just tired on Friday. Like I woke up at six o'clock because I'm one of those people that's up by like five or six every day. Psycho. Uh, I can't. Nope. I love it, man. I need to. And I remember waking up and I was like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like, I'm beaten right now. Like, I need a break. And it wasn't like anything specifically had beat me down, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a person did something to me or something was terrible. Like, I was just like, I need rest because I haven't rest. Because I was up to 2 o'clock the night before just working on stuff, you know? And so I didn't even get my full, like, actual six hours of sleep. I only got a few. And so I ended up sleeping extra. And... Then I went and I got some coffee and I relaxed. Yeah. You know, I played video games in the morning before I went and got my coffee. Like I was up by like 10. I played video games. I ate some lunch. 
paid my bills, did all that kind of stuff, played some more video games. Then I went to the coffee shop and then I said, I want to do one thing today, which is write. And writing for me is a fun activity. And I actually ended up writing about rest. And like, I needed to take time today to rest and to take care of myself. Yep. And Friday night, I even like, I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't go out and do anything. Like I was here just playing video games. Yeah. You know, because I needed that time. Yeah. So. And it's, it's interesting, I think, to me. Uh, we we who are Christian read uh, in Genesis where it says God worked for six right. days and on the seventh he rested. And we feel, so that's God. Right. And then we feel as humans, we don't need that. Right. It's like, hey guys, if this, if this, this all powerful, this almighty, majestic did, being did all of this work and then said, hey, I need rest. You don't think, you, think you, you should too? You little human? Right. What? But you don't need it? You're yeah, an idiot. No. <laughs> you know? Uh, and dude, I found that like sometimes my greatest problem solving has happened when I'm rested. Oh yeah. You know, like when I've taken strategic time to rest, you know, and sometimes like, man, I would do this thing over the summer cause my summer was nuts. I was in between jobs at the time. I was working a lot of part-time stuff and doing a lot of consulting work. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the midst of all of it, like I was drained, you know, and I was cause like, I would wake up, I would do this consulting job and then I would go to this consulting job and then I would do this part-time thing. And um, while all this is going on and happening, um, I was like, you know what? Like I need a break and it's Monday and I haven't had a day off. And so in between consulting work, I would just go for an hour or two to the movie theater. Yeah, I'd movie pass, you know? And I had a cup at the Cinemark movie theater which I could get refilled for $3. So I would pay three bucks to go see a movie. Worth it. You know? Definitely. And, like, I would see the randomest stuff. Like, I saw Ocean's 8, even though, like, I had no desire to see Ocean's 8. Um, You were like, hey, it's a movie I paid for, whatever. Right. And so I just swiped my movie pass card when it was still good. Ocean's 8 was great. I ended up really loving it. But, like, that was the beauty of movie passes. Like, I was able to see movies I didn't want to see. And it also allowed me to say, I get to be restful right now Yeah. Uh, with this hour and a half time I have so that I can take this hour and a half break and then go back to doing more work. Yeah. You know, because like as soon as the hour and a half break was done, like I got back in my car, I drove to the Starbucks, which was right by the movie theater. I got out, I put my laptop out and I started doing more work, you know, but yeah. I rested intentionally by doing something I love, movies, to then go back to work, See, you know? And I think that was... Uh, something that I struggled with this summer uh, was with camp teams, you're doing uh, our schedule worked where it was, we had camps from Sunday through Friday, right? Get or Sunday through Friday, get back like Friday afternoon. And then Saturday was set apart where we were supposed to just like hang around the house, sit around rest. Yeah. But my first two or three weekends I felt, Oh, I'm fine. I don't need that. And so I was out running, like seeing friends, going to coffee shops, going to see people that I know, um, doing errands that I couldn't do during the week. But the problem with that was I wasn't resting. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning I felt like crap and we were supposed to go to a next camp. Right. And it's awesome that like we want to see friends and stuff like that, but, and like we need those days. And sometimes like there are people like me who get energized by being around people. Yeah. You know, like oh, I'm definitely an like, extrovert. People like, energize me. I don't know. I don't know if anyone listening to this like knows me, but if you do, like you don't even have to like, no, DJ is an extrovert. Yeah. And like, so for me, like I've even learned that like sometimes I just need to be around people when I'm resting. And if like I have a, I'm a minister, 
And so I get Fridays off when most people are still working or in class in my friend group. And so like, I have no one to hang out with on Friday mornings. Yeah. So I go to a coffee shop and I just sit where people are around because I've learned that like, I don't need to talk to people. I just need to be around people. And so I can go and I can write and do some personal stuff that I really, really want to do. And that's fun. And I can just be around people and get energized that way. Yeah. So I can then go back to work. But if I'm just, if you're grinding all the time, eventually the grind is going to get stuck, you know, like eventually you're going to hit a wall. It's, it's the same idea. Anyone that's been in school. So everyone that's been in school, when you're writing a paper um, and you get to this point where like, you're just like, I don't know what else to write. Yeah. And you get to this, like your, your, your brain is at this block. Um, Some of the best studies show, like take a break, like give yourself a few minutes to sit. Yeah. And like, you will come up with something new or like, just take, uh, like normally what I'll do is if I'm writing like a, let's say a, two page paper, super easy. Um, I'll write a couple paragraphs, mm-hmm. stop, enjoy. If I'm like a coffee shop, enjoy my coffee for a few minutes. I'll talk to one of the, if I know the barista, I'll talk to him and I'll give my, I'll allow myself like, okay, I worked for, for 30 minutes. I'm going to take five minutes to stop. Right. And then it also helps with the creative process of maybe you might find a new angle or you might see something else while you're stopping your, and you're taking yeah. a break from it to come back to it. Well, and I've even learned that like, I'm, I'm to the point now where I can multitask with a paper that I can write my paper while watching TV. Yeah. And like, I like I've gotten to the point where I can shut my laptop for a few minutes. Yeah. Watch an episode of the office or Brooklyn nine, nine or something like really intently for a few minutes Yeah, and then go, okay. And then open it right back up and start working again. Yeah. By the way, if you guys want a podcast on how to write a paper, just leave it in the comments below. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You, you don't belong to Thrifty Media, DJ. Oh, yes. You can't just promote stuff like that, buddy. Uh, Yeah. I'm joking. (laughs) Travis is going to get real upset. Travis is going to be like, what is he to get him out of here? Like, DJ can't do that. He's not on the team. Yeah. Um, I miss miss Travis. Travis is great. Uh, He's listening to the end of this and all our audience is just like, what is going on? Yeah. And so that, that's what I love about coffee with craft though, is that this gets a chance to be a real conversation where like any real conversation, we can spiral off for a second, but then come back to the real point. Yeah. But now we've taken a break. Ah, anyway. Yeah. I'm not proud of that. That's a bad pun. I'm not proud of myself. On an episode about rest, but, uh, but DJ, like we're kind of getting close to time here for the show. And so I just wanted to ask you this last question that if there's anything you hope the listener gets out of today's episode and out of this conversation that we're having today, uh, what do you hope that is? I think one of the biggest things and lessons that I'm still learning, and I, I think everyone needs to learn, um, is how to truly rest um, and how to find rest that suits you, mm. not just doing what everyone tells you like like you even alluded to it of for you your rest is sitting watching something like the office where you can be mindless playing a video game where you're actually relaxing and it's unwinding from your normal where like for me my rest is uh it might be going out but it's going to a coffee shop and just sitting and talking to a friend it is um like uh i love frisbee golfing Mm -hmm. so i love to go frisbee golfing yeah, it might be a little physically exhausting, but I'll make sure I have time afterwards, like I can nap or lay down and yeah. relax. But it's finding what suits you as a person and what you love to do. Right. And and using that to rest. It's being intentional about the idea of like, I'm resting today and I'm doing this activity that I know gives me rest, you yeah. know? 
Oh, like, yeah. I'm doing the specific thing because I know every time I do it, I feel good afterwards. Yep. You know? Like, obviously, also, it's a good specific thing. Like, I'm not saying, like, hey, go rest by shooting up some drugs. Or yeah, anything. no. Uh, you know, like, do restful activities that are good I don't think I prescribe like, any like drug to anyone right. like like hey man if you want to rest I, I always feel weird though when i say do something that makes you feel good because i'm like that's not actually what i'm saying no, here. do something do something legal. do something good for you yes that makes you feel rested of course that's what i'm getting at. Yeah. do something good for you that makes you feel rested of course yeah awesome well dj thanks for coming and hanging out today yeah, man. on the podcast uh thank you for pulling up a chair sitting down with us and talking some more uh, my name's Kraft, and I hope you come back next week. I hope you pour another cup of coffee, and I hope you'll sit down and listen and be a part of the conversation on the Coffee with Kraft podcast. We'll see you next time.